0: Hello and welcome to another episode of 6060 on arguably the most important date in our Christian calendar, but also the most significant part of our Christian faith, Resurrection Sunday. I hope you've enjoyed the duration of this Holy Week and you've had a chance to really reflect on the, the visceral truth of what Jesus Christ had in fact done for us in place of us. Not only on the cross, but also leading up to it. Um, I hope that you've been digging into the gospels, but then also digging into the Old Testament and the references that are made in the gospels of Matthew, Mark, um, and Luke, and John, and really come to terms with what salvation really means. Um, Uh, what does it mean to you? Um, who really is Jesus to you? Uh, do you hold him as Lord and Saviour in your heart? Is he a mascot in your life? As in, he you use him to, to prop up the yeah to prop up the ideals and the worldviews and the things that you want to accept that aren't necessarily consistent with scripture or God's law or is it just mere product placement so you use his name and um, the rest of the Christianese language but on the inside you are not actually truly regenerated. Um, that's something that I've really been pondering um, as I try to to purge anything that my, I might have Tied to what the gospel really is, because we uh, we have talked a lot on the show about um, different types of gospels and the different types of teachers who share these gospels, but it really has rung home especially after the sermon review we did um, in the past so I guess what was posted last week that we do really have to consider these things really really seriously and really put effort into it Um, it makes me uncomfortable knowing that there are people who are sitting in church pews or um, in the midst of conjugations that are not hearing the gospel the the gospel is not a priority either for those who should hear it and for those who are um, facilitating the the goings on in the church and there's many different things that have taken the place of of Christ in those hearts Um, I do ask that you continue to pray for for individuals whether it be family members, friends, work colleagues um, people that you just meet on the street that they do come to know Christ and that um, we do find God's elect and that they may receive salvation through the proclamation of the gospel that you know Yahweh has given us through his son. You know, all the prophets point to him, the law shows us that we can't do anything to to change our state. But Jesus came and lived a life that we couldn't live, died a death that we should have died, but still overcame the grave and death, that we might also have life abundantly. So, thinking on like Good Friday, how um, the general story goes that you know Jesus was betrayed by one of his disciples, Judas, who had walked with him for a long period of time, seen everything and done, even had the authority given to him to be able to do signs and wonders, but ultimately, never ever experienced that um, transformation or that sort of like sanctification that Jesus talks about when he says like oh you guys have been made clean through my word except for one of you and that you know he was obviously was destined as the the son of perdition to be the one who would ultimately betray Jesus but it also um, comes as a an applicable reminder that there are some out there who will betray our Lord for the sake of their own interests, and these people will be side by side with us. We've also reminded that um, like through the Book of Acts, how like in today's episode obviously we we feel like the enemy is very much. Um, external to the church, Uh, the church body in a sense it could be like in governments or it could be in uh, in infrastructure like education or in business sectors and things like that Um, that's not to downplay that there could be um, anti-Christ like mentalities in these sorts of places in certain countries but I think that the main problem that the Christians in the book of Acts, truly faced came at the hands of Jews who did not accept Christ or sought to have him killed and it just brings me, uh, yeah, brings my mind that you know we look for these external places to sort of like prepare for um prepare for persecution but as the book lays out a lot of this is at the hands of people that walk the same life as them to some degree through through the hands of the Jews and you can see how in certain pockets uh, especially on the internet how um, those who tend to target Christians those who profess to also be Christians and I do find that very disturbing but understanding how God works through his scriptures it should give us the boldness further to to preach the gospel to these guys to to sharpen them um, in their word that they if they do truly know Christ and it's bad food that they're bearing that they um, or like sinful behaviours that they're so that we call them to repentance and that they can journey continuously on the on the line of sanctification that God has set out for us or through the Holy Spirit. But also that um, those who just profess by name only that they are Christians but have no light within them, that they do come to know the truth and that they are transformed through The Holy Spirit, and regenerated, and given that gift of faith, and see sin for what it is in their lives, and repent of it, that they do experience that also, because many of us do get lost in the just the functions of church. You know, um, that merely just doing things that help in the body, and there's not not neglecting that. You know, we should be. Hoping to, to build up the church's training dollars around us and things like that, but um, we might get stuck in tests that don't necessarily help us fulfil that to the fullest. Um some of us are just feel like or are completely ill equipped to be able to just share the gospel with somebody else and have their reservations for doing so. Um I hope that this period allows you to find that boldness. Um, I'm certainly trying to find that boldness in myself as I try to learn more about God's Word and discover the truth behind it all. But also to get to the place where I can share it with others and accept the two outcomes again similar to like, the Apostles through the book of Acts where the general responses are either they accept the gospel that's being shared or they reject it and they um, they go to persecute you but they know that the Word of God is powerful and still works because of those two outcomes which is why i believe they do rejoice at the fact that they are being um they are being beaten for the sake of the lord that they are trying to share the gospel about that that is an element of it that you know god has sent us out um to to share this message and jesus told us that these things will happen and through obedience we've gone out and we're seeing how the transformative workiness is happening to others but then there's also those who reject it also um, and that they are considered worthy to be persecuted and beaten and have um, themselves treated poorly for the sake of the gospel also Um, I do hope and pray that I don't get too comfortable in the things I have or the things I want to do on a um, recreational level um, or on a personal level that those things don't get in the way of the the task that God has given me in every way shape or form to, to do his will that I may be considered whether um, to be called a good and faithful servant, that I use my, my talents and my gifts um, and my passion to glorify Him, but also to help expand the Kingdom of God also. Um, yeah, it was, like I said, this this episode's not really too heavy, it's just that, you know, I wanted just to share, because I want, to, well, and then transitioning from um, what Jesus had done for us, in regards to taking out punishment, um, you know, being flogged, the cat in Nine Tails having his skin torn open, um, you know how, like in the Book of Isaiah, it talks about um, by His stripes we are healed. And I'm not talking like the like the physical healing, like of sickness, because um, sickness in itself is not a sin, but it's a byproduct of it. and um, Pretty sure that Jesus didn't die for, didn't die to eradicate sickness. He died to, um, to eradicate our rap sheets, our sin, that we may come to Him through the door, which is His, which is His Son, Jesus Christ, to be able to restore that relationship between the, us and the Father in heaven, so that we can be more akin to what it was like in the. Garden of Eden Jesus is the only way through that I think if you begin to lean on the fact that you know we will always be healed as Christians and I'm not saying that miracles don't happen now but to say that that's almost like a prerequisite for being a Christian when um, you know God reigns on the just and the unjust and he'll bless those who um, bless those who are outside of him and also um those who are inside the room also. There are things that, like we're almost on like a level playing field. Um, like you could ask for one of your friends to be healed, and you know it happens. God does that out of His mercy, um, but that shouldn't be the end goal. The end goal should be to, well, yeah, because you can be healed, but still go to hell. We'd rather you um, have your heart changed from. Stone to flesh, and that you do become one of His, and then deal with the sickness whether it be a healing or that you show that through the, suffic- the sufficiency of His grace that you are able to walk through your light shine that way. Um, yeah, that we don't tie things to the gospel that essentially make it more palatable to those who hear it. Um, we don't see that in any sort of the proclamations of the Gospel. It's always a case of Jesus, like if you're looking through the New Testament, it's Jesus is going to win salvation and judgement, you need to repent, you see in the book of Acts. Um, you know, you have done these things so you need to repent, you know, you've you've murdered our Christ, but it all happened in a way that um, was not an extraordinary way, we were ordained by God to happen. In the way they did, yeah, that we don't lose, we don't lose sight of those things, and that we do hit the um, hit the nail on the head correctly. And that it's not just because it's Easter that we focus on these things, but that this um, this period in our calendar gives you a chance to just reflect on how you can. Grow and strengthen yourself in your walk with Christ. So if you don't have a relationship with Christ, that you that you are convicted, you know you are convicted of your sin, knowing that you've broke every law that He has, big or small. Like you've stolen things, you've lusted, you've you've coveted, you've designed your parents, you've used His name um, uh, dishonorably. Um, that we do, that you do realize that the there's no way that you can truly appease God without um, without a death penalty for the sins and that Jesus, through love, decided to step into your place so that all your sins could be forgiven both past, present and future. Once for all, no other sacrifice is needed, that he may wash you clean, have His Holy Spirit dwell inside you and that you also grow in grace. Yeah, this yeah i hope that we don't for those who are holding true to the the gospel i i thank you i commend you um that's the lord that he, he continues to show you great favor um and that you you're reminded that he's always with you no matter what comes with the the sharing of what our beliefs are and what our world is. That you truly blesses yourselves. Um, and until the next one, take care and God bless.